Are you having a hard time getting your team excited about your brand? Well, I'm Peggy, and today on Mink Life Motivation, we are going to talk about um, pushing your brand and getting your team motivated, and we are going to get started right now. I am so excited to get this conversation started. I have two guests today. I have a co-host and a guest, but one of them apparently just had a technical difficulty. So right now, say hi to Tony. But don't forget that you are also our co-host on the couch. And I want you to leave tons of comments and they're going to show up right here. So say hi, tell us where you're from, and let's get involved today. It's going to be so much fun. Well, Tony, I guess it's me and you. <laughs> Hi, Peggy. <laughs> How are you doing today? Brilliant, thank you. And thank you very much for asking me on. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's always great. So I want to go ahead and we'll get started by getting to know a little bit about you. Um, how has morale, 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 wow, English, Peggy, helped you on your entrepreneurial journey? Um, it's helped quite a lot, actually. Um, I'll give a little bit of background on myself that might explain what I do and then why the morale helps me. So I said, my name's Tony Gordon. My company's name is Changing Your Mind Limited. I'm based in a town called East Kilbride, which is just south of Glasgow in Scotland. I'm an experienced growth mindset coach. I specialise in positive impact coaching and performance breakthrough coaching. Doing what I do, it's a brilliant, fantastic job, and it's so rewarding the, what you get when you actually help someone and you see the release or the times when they change sort of transformation themselves or even better when they contact you afterwards and let you know how they've done but what you don't realize a lot of the time is being a solo entrepreneur can be quite a uh, difficult and a lonely job at times because they're only as you so what i do is to help my morale is i have a group of other business owners that i network with uh, we work every single week, and if we need that, we can do it a couple of times a week. But what it does, it helps to keep me accountable. So they will make sure that I stay on track with everything I want to do and have a lot of fun doing it, so it keeps you motivated as well. It just helps me to boost my own morale by making sure that I appreciate every little thing that I'm actually doing, because you don't always notice it when you're by yourself. So it keeps me grounded, it keeps me my morale boosted, and it just helps me provide a better service to my clients as well. That is so true. I know that um, I've been self-employed my entire adult life. I'm not sure what that feedback was. Um, so sometimes when you are running everything, you forget how much you do and you don't even appreciate your own self. So I like that, that uh, acknowledging what you do helps bring your own morale up. And you're mm -hmm. like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm a master at this. This is awesome. <laughs> Supriya, same question to you, and I'm glad that, that we got your video back. Yay. <laughs> yeah. How has Morel helped you on your entrepreneurial journey? Oh my gosh. So, you know, as somebody that deals with mindset and as somebody that like deals with people and energy and all of that stuff, I I think like morale is like, super important. You need to have um, 
that, the, you know, whether it's an affirmation, whether it's, you know, something along the lines of like saying positive things, whether it's having like a call, I mean, you know, some of us are solopreneurs. So um, if we're talking about solopreneurship, you can also, I mean, there's ways to like actually, you know, get, whether it's like having like a tribe or a group of people that will help support you and boost and and just boost that morale boost um just create affirmations for yourself and you know have that stuff done i love it um i think we sometimes forget about having a good strong support system and having all of those things that that we need in place and how important our morale is in our team's morale and just actually having all of those factors in together um i know that you know my team you know as a photographer it's not always the people that i'm working with one-on-one -on -one. sometimes it's it's the the people that i hire to do you know to do my printing and to do, you know, different things, different vendors that I hire to work with. And so it's really important to make sure that everybody, you know, has that same vision and it's, it's really important. So now it is time to get motivated. <laughs> Why is it important to boost your team's morale. We talked about our own morale. Now, why is it important to boost our team's morale? Tony, I'm gonna to let you get started again. Oh, that was easy for me. It makes for a more productive, engaged workforce. If you're boosting somebody's morale, you make them feel good, and who doesn't want to feel good? And if you do that, they're more satisfied within the role, which means they're more driven to succeed as well. So they're more likely to be loyal to you, especially when you have difficult times, you look for people to stay there, maybe put some extra hours in, They'll do that, avoids procrastination, and it provides them with a better attitude to daily making a better overall team spirit. And if you do that, all you're going to do is improve your work life, and it improves it for them, and they'll enjoy that so much. Absolutely. Um, I think just everybody likes to be appreciated. Mm. Everybody, like who doesn't want to just have that feeling of, okay, I, I'm worth something. I'm here for, for a reason. Supriya. Same question to you. I, I think like there's ways that you can definitely boost your um, team, your companies. You know, team morale is super. It's just super important because you want to. You want your team members to feel inspired, as especially as a, you know, especially as a leader. Um, if you have a leader in your company, um, if you're an owner, if you're a manager, if you're some a supervisor. Anybody that has like a team um, underneath them, you really need to empower them. I would say every day um, with, with something that can actually create them. And I always, I always believe in a open door policy for um, any sort of team um, anywhere across the board. An open door where you can just talk to people. Um, whether like in my in my situations in like corporate and even when i had a business i think having that i think having all of um having that team morale building building them up building their self-esteem and providing that great leadership to them um that just that really just boosts morale and it also builds trust too 
I like that. And I think that trust is a big part of morale. I mean, for me uh, personally, trust is like one of the most um, important aspects of, of my life. Like everybody like in my family knows, like, if you tell me that something terrible happened, like we'll work through it, but lie to me about something, break my trust and, you know, forget it. And that should carry out with your team, because if you know, if they know they can screw up and say, hey, um, this didn't go the way I planned. And you're like, OK, let's fix it. Um, and, and they're not afraid to come to you with anything, then they also have a different idea than yours. And they can trust you to say, hey, um, I'm not seeing your vision here. Um, this is something I had in mind. And you don't have to agree with them, but they should have a trusting environment. And I think that that brings everyone's morale up. They, everyone likes to be heard, right? Everybody wants a voice. That is awesome. This is a fun conversation. All right, let's stay inspired. How does a lack of understanding of morale affect the way we move through life and business? Tony, how does a lack of understanding of morale affect us? Well, I think, first of all, through life, if we don't have a great morale, it affects how we perform in everyday life. Whether it's performing at home and being a father, a mother, a sister, a brother, whatever, within your own family unit, but also it culminates in bringing those problems from your home through your work and vice versa. So you disrupt the family unit, which can have disastrous consequences. So you need that morale, bringing that home. And it does the same in your work. If you bring someone into a work environment, into a team unit or a cohesive unit, and they've got a low morale, they bring the rest down. I don't know if you know the term, but we call it over here a mood hoover. It's like someone who, like a vacuum cleaner, sucks everything up. If you've got someone who's got that mentality, can be a low morale, low self-esteem, they bring everybody else down because they suck all the goodness of everyone else. And then it has a detrimental effect on the team. And it makes it harder then to retain staff when you've got something like that there. So the more the, you can be upbeat and more of you feel better in it, more confident, the better your work makes you feel, it helps the company to actually improve overall. And it also helps then as well with moving between departments in the company. And the same for your business. If you've got that great morale, you will keep succeeding in business because you will find ways to keep moving forward. And it's so, especially through the pandemic, so many people have fared with a low morale because of be working from home, not working as part of a company. So the more they can get back into that atmosphere of working with a unit makes the morale better for them. So you'll improve people's mental health as well. Absolutely. Um, my daughter um, spent 18 months living with us working remotely because she mm -hmm. didn't want to stay in her apartment by herself during the pandemic. And the company she works with um, really impressed me with the the extra little notes, the little packages that would show mm -hmm. up at the door, just the things I was like, this company wants you to retire with them. And that's the feel that you your all of your company all of your team should have is mm, yeah. they are so valuable to you. And the other thing I, I think that we sometimes forget is about morale is seeing what, what is their reason? Like, why are you working for me? And respecting that also builds mm -hmm. up their morale. Okay. Sapria answer the same question. Lack of understanding. Lack of understanding could lead to, a much, much like 
I mean, at least a distrust, actually. Um, as we move through, you know, life and in business, a lack of understanding um, when you of the morale of the team. And that's what I, morale is what I like to call like the energy, the overall energy um, of, you know, of our teams and with ourselves, if we don't have that lack, if we have a serious lack of energy, we have a serious lack of like, you know, understanding with other people and with ourselves, like it, it really does create a disconnect um, with our business and with our life. And, you know, in what I talk about with the chakras and everything, that, that, is all about energy um and it builds and how you work through those it's you it, it's all dependent on how you view morale absolutely absolutely i love that and i you know we're all energy everything is energy and and just like tony said and what you just said if if we're not in that right energy, we can be a vacuum or we can be somebody yeah. that's actually giving and spreading the good morale. And thank you for the comments, Natalie. I was going to read it, but it disappeared too quick. But I know everybody read. Okay, yes. When our team feels value, they give us so much more, which equates to happy customers. Yeah, yeah and that's absolutely the truth. When when our when our team feels valued, they, they give that energy that they it's 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 impossible not to give out that happy energy um there is a bank that i go to because they are a sister bank to to my bank and i have to go there once a month and i'm like this must be the most horrible place to work with because all the employees you can just feel it when you walk into the bank it's like and they're just like wah, wah. <laughs> it's like and i don't think that it's them personally i think it must be just a horrible work environment and you don't want your customers to think that about you or your company, you know, and when your team is excited about your brand, that looks good on you. That's what brings that energy up and people are attracted to that. Everybody wants to be around the, the happy, good, positive energy. So you guys nailed it. I love it. You guys are like, this is fun. This has been really fun. All right. We are going to keep networking. Who should we ask to help us when we are trying to improve in morale in our company? When we're trying to improve the morale of our company and our practices, who should we ask? Um, Tony. Okay, thank you for that one. I think it's very simple for me, and a lot of people get this part wrong. You see a lot of companies who feel the morale is not good. They might go to an outside company and ask them for help to come in to find out what the issues are. What they never do is ask the people concerned themselves, their own staff, talk to the staff and find out why. If there's something there, you may have to weed out the whinges and the moans. However, if you're transparent and you're authentic in how you approach this, they're more likely to cooperate and to provide you with the information you really need. And I don't mean by just giving a little questionnaire and make it a tick bog exercise. Sit down with them, talk to them, find out what it is, have a discussion, see where the issues are. And then look, that's great. Thank them for it. So that is brilliant. That's what we need to know. Now we're going to look to see what we can put in place to start improving it for you. And they feel better because they feel involved. And that's what question is and that sort of go wrong. 
they don't have that personal touch. So if you do that, that's the best way of doing it. That is is so true. Uh, look with it within instead of without. Yeah. Uh, look within first. Absolutely, Supriya. I mean, no, I think I actually think Tony um, hit the nail on the head there. Like, look within um, in yourself and see what you can do to help. I would also ask the unhappiest person in your company as well. And that's actually, and that, that might be like a little bit of a, um, an un, like I, I would say an un, um, unconventional response to this. Um, but as the happiest person in, in the company, in your team, what you could do. Because if you don't, what is actually going on um, in the in the company, and what is actually make can't actually fix it. It's fixing the source of the morale issue. So look within yourself, but also ask the unhappiest person. Oil the squeaky wheel, right? Find out what's causing the the conflict. And if it's something that, that you're doing or not doing, then it's something you can fix. And sometimes it's like, hey, this just doesn't fit. Maybe that person just doesn't fit on your team and they're unhappy because they're in the wrong place. They may be super good at what they do, but they may just not be a fit for your team. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times for me, I like to always like, you know, make everybody happy, make everybody comfortable and make everything work. But sometimes the best thing you can do is say, I think you're brilliant, but for some reason you just don't fit here. So I'm going to let you go find the place you fit so that you can be happy. And that's going to leave the door open for the right person that fits in your team. And you can do that in a way that's not ugly. And it's not like, get out of here. You're terrible. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's it's and then your the rest of your team sees that you actually care you didn't just fire somebody because they're complaining or they you know were bringing the energy down you um made room for them to go to a better place where they could be happy and excel and at the same time you opened room for someone else to come into your team so these are things i think that when you really think about um finding the source and and knowing that sometimes it's not a solution like fixing it sometimes isn't the thing sometimes it's just doesn't fit and that's okay right we've all been in relationships with great people that are just not for us like go be great with someone else because this isn't working and then when you open the door for that amazing person to come into your life same with your team i think that's I think that is that is all amazing. You guys, this is a fun conversation. I'm learning a lot from the two of you. This is great. Okay, so now it's time for the speed round. One tip, one final tip. I know most of our guests are not good with one, um, but try to keep it to, you know, not too many tips. What is your final thought, your final tip for growing in this area of boosting your team morale? Oh, I keep just assuming you guys are going to pop in and talk. So you so want me to first. actually do my job and say, yeah. yes, Tony, just jump in there. Yeah. No, that's what I'm thinking. It's, 
for me, it's simple. It's monthly morale or open forum meetings, whatever they want to call them. Some a safe environment where the staff can come, where they know they can talk freely, even if it means without their immediate line manager, which sometimes helps. When you start celebrating with the wins, tell them what good things has actually happened and then let them have an open conversation about how they feel everything's going. And if you're doing that and you're in it all the time, it builds up each month so you don't eventually you don't have this issue with morale and it gives you a chance to weed out any things you know that are not working. Very cool. That's a safe place. I think a safe place is, is, is brilliant. Supriya. I think um, everybody should incorporate some sort of grounding practice for themselves and for their team. I remember in one of my corporate jobs, we actually held meetings outside in the sun where things could possibly work better in an atmosphere that is, you know, not in stuck inside a cubicle, stuck inside a conference room all day. Ground yourself, whether it's bare feet on the grass, you know, hand cement, bare feet on the concrete, somewhere else. And you'll be amazed with how much that actually, that with how much, how, how much better your mood is and how that will boost morale. I love that. Literally ground yourself, have a, have a like, and change it. Sometimes it's just about changing the atmosphere, just about changing the, uh, the, you know, just being out in a relaxing place where it's not, you know, at work. Like, you know, even when we work from home, sometimes going in the other room, it just changes the mindset. Um, I learned this fact the other day, and this is perfect for this, this conversation. Um, you know, when you walk into a room, like you've got something on your head and you walk into a room and you like totally forget why you walked into that room. I know I'm on the screen by myself, but I'm, I'm going to imagine that you guys are like, yes, that happens yeah. to me. And yeah. I'm not the yeah. only person that this happens mm -hmm. to. So the reason is that your brain actually sees those boundaries. When you walk through a boundary, it actually like, okay, we're out of that room onto the next. And so if you don't have, like, that's why sometimes your brain shuts off. And sometimes it's good to have a meeting in a different environment where you can use different parts of your brain and actually um, relax and, and communicate. So you guys, this has been so awesome. This is, a, there we go, Natalie, absolutely taking the time to communicate and discuss these things, give them a chance to move in a, in, in peace, move on in peace to a place where they will be happier. That's very cool. All right. So it is time for announcements. This is our favorite time. And um, I guess, um, is Tony good? I don't see what order we're up here. So I'm just going <laughs> to say Tony because there's only three of us. So Tony's always on the hot seat. What is yeah. your announcement for us? Um, what I'd love to do is actually have a chance to explain to people what I do. So why not give me a call, book a, a chat with me, you can have a half hour, an hour, whatever suits you, it's free, and just give me a chance to show you how I can help you to move towards your goals and aspirations, providing a more, a better way, a more confident, motivational way for you to move forward. Awesome. And there's this calendar, calendar link, link in the bottom. <laughs> I give up. Safriya, <laughs> tell us what um, announcement you have for us. Yeah, absolutely. So
So um, I would love to, if you're interested, of course, I would love to see how like energy works for you. We talked about morale today. About like that, that's all within you. That's all the energies. That's all the chakras um, within you. And you know how I could potentially heal the energy of your business. And you could definitely um, schedule a call, schedule um, with, with the link, and you can see how that could potentially work for you. Um, and it's all about the spirituality with the strategy um, within you. Yes, that's great. So make sure that you book um, consultations with both of these guys because they have so much good stuff to offer. And if you would like to have a free consultation with me and talk about how you can start using your headshots effectively as part of your marketing strategy, go to headshotsbypeggy.com and click on free consultation. And let's jump on Zoom and talk about that as well. All right. Now we have so much amazing things going on in the community. I'm waiting for my slide. I know it's coming. <laughs> okay. Um, if you would like to be a dynamic speaker at our next global virtual conference, you need to visit nextglobalvirtualconference.com and fill out an application because we are always looking for dynamic speakers. Um, both of these amazing co-hosts that are with me today have been speakers at our at our conferences, are part of our community, and they can vouch for how much fun conferences are. So go to that. Do we have a video? We do not have a video. Never mind. I can sing the thought song. No, no one wants me to sing. Okay, fine. All right. Um, also, if you would like to come hang out with us, we have these live Mink Life Motivation um, twice a week, we are here um, Wednesday mornings at nine o'clock Pacific time and Thursday afternoons at two o'clock Pacific times. Because we are global, we try to hit a convenient time for everyone. If you want to be a guest on this and hang out with us and have fun conversations and talk about your zone of genius, go to minklifemotivation.com backslash live and fill out an application and get started in this process because we love to know what is your zone of genius and let's have a conversation about it. Most importantly, join our community because we are awesome. We have so much going on in our community. Go to minklifeuniversity.com. Every day we have the Minkubator, which is a co-working space. You can work independently, you can work together, you can work on a schedule, you can um, say, hey, can somebody go to the water cooler? I just need to chat about what my dog did this morning. Um, things that sometimes when you're an entrepreneur, you can't do because you're like in your own little space all the time. And sometimes it's just like, hey, I'm trying to write this email. Can I read it out loud to you? And three people are like, oh, that sounded you know, here, how about this? And all of a sudden you sound like a genius because you have coworkers that are brilliant and helpful. We have so much going on in our community. Check it out. Yay. We all love the incubator. The, yes, Natalie and I hang out in the incubator a lot. <laughs> I mean, we work there, not hang out. We work, we work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Okay, guys, we did it. Have a great day. And we will see you tomorrow, Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, same place. And have a great time. And thank you so much to my wonderful co-host and my co-host on the couch. 
Thanks, Peggy. Thank you. Bye-bye.